it's time for um hello a jersey shore recap podcast um hello um hello welcome back my name is angel aka angel iconic but on jersey days you can call me cookie and i'm gwow together we are cookie and gwow and this is um hello your jersey shore episode by episode recap podcast best season season three already on episode four it's called free snooki of course she was in jail and honestly regrets for not having a shirt that says free snooki but i love that their easy access to the t-shirt shop means that jenny can immediately throw one on i know i wish they would have showed them making it because it sort of just appears on their bodies and they never mention it no, that would have been perfect if they had gone back to the t-shirt shop and been like, Danny, we need an emergency shirt. Like, I I want that scene. Yeah, I do too. And I know they filmed it and I wish it was there because, well, the whole free Snooki thing went quick. Like, the, start off the episode with them being like, oh no, Snooki's arrested. And then all of a sudden they were picking her up. It happened very quickly. I wanted a I little more tension. <laughs> I was. I commented on that as well because I was trying to think about, like, the timeline of the day because at some point, when she's and I'm jumping ahead a little bit at some point when she's out of jail she talks about not wanting to drink that night and I'm like mm-hmm. oh that's right she got arrested during the day so like she went to work and I don't know how long their t-shirt shifts are but if she was like drunk very soon after the shift especially because she went from hungover to drunk which I feel like can accelerate things a smidge yeah what do you think she got arrested at like 3 p.m no. at the latest what do you Actually, think no it was about 3 30 because we listened to that last week we listened to that um judge and he said something oh, about right. yeah it was so it was about 3 30 when she got arrested and then yeah. when they pick her up it's not dark out so they might have picked her up at like like i feel like she just sat in jail for an hour or two to like not be as incoherent as she was she seemed relatively sober when they got her I almost thought I was like, is it the next day? Do they hold people that long? But no, maybe I'm wrong because that's a long time. I'm pretty sure she didn't stay overnight. I'm pretty okay. sure she just, I mean, I could be wrong, but just based off the order of events, I'm pretty sure yeah. she was only there for a couple hours. Yeah. Especially because I feel like Jenny was, um, and actually, okay, so when we come back into the episode, and this will help the timeline of things, it's leaving off with Jenny still talking to Nicole's dad. And then she immediately calls Tom to vent. And so I'm thinking like these things are happening kind of all after another after they had gotten home, which even after they'd gotten home, maybe they stopped at the T-shirt shop to make the shirt. They might have got like she might have already been in jail for maybe an hour or two by the time they even got back to the house. Mm. Now she calls Tom. And this is also the side plot here of the Tom drama. She calls Tom to be like, my friend's upset. And I'll say this. As much as, like, there's certain things that JWoww maybe not is, like, being the best girlfriend here, if your girlfriend calls you upset, that's not the time to yell at her. Like, right. he actually immediately starts yelling. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you could have a little empathy before you get mad at her, dude. Like, you know, straight there while she's crying? I don't know. He's, he's like that, though. Like, that's Tom from what I picked up. I mean, I, we've really only seen him on phone calls, but he has that vibe where it's always about him. Every yeah. single time, like yeah. every time Jenny will call him and start to talk about what's going on in her life, he immediately interrupts and is like, "You forgot our anniversary." So he seems yeah. very obs- obsessed with himself a little. I think that he wasn't going to be happy unless Jenny was like obsessing over him. Like he's right. not, 
She's not calling enough. He, she's not saying happy anniversary 45 minutes into the anniversary and all these like random passive aggressive things. And like, I love that she just hangs up on him when she's over it. Like he starts yelling and she's just like, nope, click. I've actually, I took that out of her rule book when I like had a boyfriend in college and a couple of times when he annoyed me, I just hang up because I was like, Jay, well, I can do it. So can I. And you know what? I, I'll bet he was threatened by her fame at the time. For sure. Oh, sure. Fully, fully. I'm thinking of that. The reason I say that is because, like, he seems agitated literally every time she calls. So right. I'm like, I think he just hates that she's there. Like, he can't bear the fact that she's, like, filming a TV show and, you know. Yeah, he's going to have to get the fuck over that. But yeah, uh, she, well, honestly, she becomes a duck phone pro in this scene. And this is where I, I say that I don't... Thing. I don't think that Snooki could have been in jail for that long just based off of the timing of like how she handles the phone, which yeah. I, I think it's, is it season one? It has to be season one. Cause that's where the duck phone where like Nicole cannot figure out, or maybe Angelina, somebody can't figure out how it to was put Snooki, it. it was Nicole. Yeah. She can't figure out how to put it on the other line. Yeah. And Jenny's got no problem. She, and she's so funny because she goes from like yelling at Tom to just hello. Like it's so sweet, and I'm like a professional. Like a professional. It's a professional, and also it shows where her like real interest lie in that moment because like she's going through personal shit, but the moment it becomes about Nicole or like her mind snaps back to like, oh yeah, free Snooky, we got to get her out. That's a good call. She's a good friend. friend. No, that's a very good call. And the call is that they're allowed to pick up Snooky from jail. And I I really feel like she was in jail for a total of two, maybe Mm. maximum three hours, which that's about how long it takes to sober up, I'd say, in terms of at least enough for them to let you go home. It's not like she really did anything other than just it was a public nuisance. Like, that's a pretty small well, and the worst part time. is that they probably, I think we talked about this last week, they probably literally just would have like walked her back to the house because they were like yeah. a block away from the house. I mean, that boardwalk is behind the house. They, they were, they could have just walked her home, but I think it's because she started like pulling away from them and being like, get fuck the fuck you. off. Get off. Get off. That's why get they the had fuck off me. <laughs> that's when like they had to arrest her at that point because when you start getting, that's considered like belligerent if you start like trying to pull away from a cop right. if she had just yeah if she had just let them take her home it would have been fine yeah and she is definitely embarrassed and she doesn't really remember a lot so they're like telling her and she's kind of like oh god and she calls her dad back who's very like stern italian dad with her and it reminds you that she is like 22 years old yeah well exactly and she was probably like just i think season one she mentioned she was still living with her parents or had just moved out so she's very like for a lot of people consider early 20s to be almost like late 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 teens in a sense because you're still very much in that mindset and that's a big italian thing to like live with your parents a little bit into your early 20s i didn't do that but like that's not very uncommon at all and so i can see how they'd still have that kind of tether attached even if she is 22 but he was like he was stern but not a dick the way he handled it i felt was stern but respectful i feel like that's the way you'd want him to react i love that when he's like i'm not she's like are you mad at me and you could see he totally has a soft spot for her and he's like i'm not mad at you and disappointed and she goes oh really that's the worst (laughs) thing you can say and i just was like oh that is just like it's such a funny it's weirdly heartwarming even though i know she's like in trouble but like it shows that like yeah, her dad, there's a level of respect and a lot of love there that it does make it a little bit like heartwarming in a sense. 
I feel like her, I, I want to know more about her parents and her upbringing because I feel like the story is pretty sweet. Like, well, she was adopted, right? I want to know about more of that yeah. story. Does she talk about this a on lot another of, podcast? Um, well, she talks a little bit on Family Reunion about like the 23andMe stuff and if she wanted mm. to, because she does that and figures out like what her, you know, breakdown is. And she talks about like if she wants to go meet her parents, but she ultimately chose not to on her own decision just because she was like, I have my family that raised me. I have my own family that I made and I just like don't have time for anyone else. And like, yeah. it doesn't seem like it's a bad, like a decision she made out of malice, but just like, a, that's just not where life has taken her at this point right. in time. And it doesn't even sound like she's not open to it. I just think she's like, my plate is very full. So like right now I'm not on the hunt for it, but it's, it didn't seem like she was like, absolutely not. It just seemed like that's not where life took her. If that makes sense. Yeah. I relate to that because I'm very much the type that like I don't really think of family as being necessarily about just blood and genetics like for me family have to like earn to be like you know what I mean yeah I'm more so, queer like, so it's a very much like true, true. an earned thing even within yeah. blood like you know anyway yeah. so Snooki makes the <laughs> smart decision to learn from her mistakes because she decides she's going to stay in. She's not going to drink. And I think that Wow is like, I think Jay is happy in a sense that Nicole's in this frame of mind, because I think there's a lot happening in Jenny's head right now. And like you said, she's willing to like kind of put it aside. I almost think it's like, almost a defense mechanism. Like, Oh, I won't yeah. worry about myself yet because Nicole needs me. Um, and so they have some like real talk. They call it like a girl's night sort of, where they're just on the roof having some like real conversations about love. And I wish we got more of this because mm -hmm. I felt like it was very relatable, especially to someone who was like, a girl dating guys in that time of the of like 20 you know 11 2011 ish is when this episode came out like i really would have loved more of this scene it was so insightful and i loved it yeah and we learn a lot about um nicole for sure because she says she is aware that she's been drinking too much it's not lost on her and that she feels like the reason why she's been drinking so much is because it's sort of the only way she can have fun because when she's not drinking, her mind goes to like her shitty situation with her ex who she just broke up with because they broke up in season two, but they filmed two and three back pretty back to back. Right. So at this point, it still hasn't been very long. Um, right. And I think she also not just him. I think she's sort of realizing that she has shitty taste in men and that a lot of the guys she's with do her dirty. And so she's just drinking to distract herself, but she knows that it's not really the right answer. And so it was a good moment. And and Jenny says she wants love so bad that she keeps allowing the wrong men in, which is very relatable. Yeah, I know a lot of women who are like that, where it's like they just want to be loved so bad that they'll lower their standards. And the bar's already so low for men that like it's <laughs> unfortunate. But like I I I just thought this was such real talk and I loved mm -hmm. how vulnerable they were willing to be in this moment. I thought it was really sweet. Well, and it, it's vulnerable, and it also shows a lot of maturity on both of their parts. Because, like, we get a lot of moments of them being very childish, immature, sloppy, messy. But there, it's moments like this where they're like, you could tell they're actually smart, and they know what's going on. Good for them. I love it, and 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 I love best friend moments like this. I always forget that Snooky and and Snooky and Jay Wow, they're best friends. I know. I love their dynamic. So this was really fun. Yeah, it was good. All right, well, All we right. more to talk about, but should we take a break? We should. Can't get enough of Um Hello? Never. 
Well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at umhellopod. And if you are listening to us, but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreon.com slash umhello. There's also going to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes, like how I got my Snooky post. And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at umhellopod at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay. Um, hello? Um, hello. We're back. We're back. And I thought that Dina was going to stay in on the girls' night we were just talking about before the break, but she actually is going out. She looks absolutely beautiful in this little yellow shirt with the yellow uh, sunflower, whatever flower in her hair. I think she looks so pretty. And she is like, yeah, I'm going to come out with the guys and be a good time. They go to bamboo and the guys get a taste of what a great wing woman Dina can be. Oh, she's excellent because she has such that like charismatic energy that she attracts women to their circle. So she's like just her presence is bringing women in because they just want to hang out with her. She's a blast in glass. And I don't think Dina identifies as bisexual, but there, this was the party girl era where mm. by, by curiousness, which isn't right. like my favorite term, but it was very <laughs> acceptable for party girls. And so she's very much like come do body shots off me and then mm. let's make out. And then here's my friends. Hey friends, don't you think their boobs look good? So the guys are like, Dina's fucking awesome. And they're like, MVPD. And I just think like, not to keep comparing them, but like Angelina could never. I was thinking the exact same thing. This is an exact parallel to the season two moment where Angelina invited herself and cock blocked and ruined their whole night. Dina's like the exact opposite. This was the other great thing is that Dina eventually says, okay, I do want to get a guy. And when she gets the guy, not only does like the whole crew like accept him, but they get to have a joke out of it. So I feel like this is ideal in the guy's head where they are like, mm-hmm. this girl comes out. She's a wing woman for us. She's super fun as our friend. And then when she does find a guy, we get to like have fun with him and make a joke of him. Like how perfect is Dean? I mean, obviously we're already obsessed with her, but I'm just like yeah. watching this. I'm like, even those guys in the house must have been like, this is the coolest addition to the to our crew. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and keep in mind, this is only her fourth episode of TV. She's still brand new. So she made a great first impression. I and... think that they're at this point, I've been trying to keep track. And oh, I yeah. think this is about a little over a week that they've been there, which in For grand sure, yeah. scheme of things is they hardly know her. So you're right. right. It's still like very soon off. It's a great first impression. She just fits in immediately because I could think about it. Like, how scary would that be after two some or after two seasons of sh- to jump into that so good for her i know i give her so much credit and she said in the first episode when she was coming to the jersey shore that ronnie was more her type which mm-hmm. i don't think she literally means ronnie especially after she gets like a taste of his personality but right. i get that like she wants a like a, a big stocky kind of guy rather than someone who's like lean like paulie or Vinny. And she meets Dean, a.k.a. Ronnie 2.0, basically, which is just so perfect. And the guys have a field day. He does look a lot like him, especially from behind. There's a couple of mm-hmm. times when you, they shoot him from behind. And I'm like, that is Ronnie. He has the same body. He's like about the same height, same haircut. They put him in a conf- when he comes back to the house. They put him in a confessional and he does the hand thing that Ronnie does. And that I'm like, yeah, no, they look like they could be at least cousins, if not brothers. 
Oh, and then the funniest part is that, of course, you know, drunken Polly and Vinny are kind of trolls. So they go and wake up Ron and Sam <laughs> to show them Ron's twin. And Ronnie fucking knows the guy. He's like, oh, this Dean? was one of the best episodes because of this whole saga, because it's so funny that they're like, it's Ronnie 2.0. It's Ron, and it's already hilarious. And then, yeah, Ronnie's like, is that fucking Dean? And everyone loses it. They're like, they fucking know each other. The Ronnies know each other. And then Ron lets it slip because he's like, oh, and get this. Dean has a girlfriend whose name is also Sam. And you see Dean kind of like look like he doesn't want Dina to hear this. Because he's like, he, he's like, oh, is that true? And Dean's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But he's saying it like he doesn't want Dina to hear. But I just think that's so funny. And what's even funnier about that is when they were at the club and they're making jokes to him and they're calling him Ronnie and stuff, they're making jokes about him being Ronnie and they're saying, we're going to tell Sam, we're going to tell Sam. <laughs> but now that's extra funny because that's literally his girlfriend's name. So I don't even know if that clicked for Dean or if he just thought that they were joking about like his actual girlfriend. Either way, it's it's all brilliantly done. It's so funny. It really is. And we were talking about this last week about what a small town seaside is because everybody knows goddamn everybody there. You really mm -hmm. like that's why it's kind of it's surprising to me how many people, how many girls they brought home. And it's like, were they bringing home tourists and stuff? Because like, are these seaside girls? Some of them are because they were turning season one and three. And I don't know. It's like it's such a small world. I don't know. We are not done this season with small world things happening. Right. There's going to be more of that. And I'll, so I'll hold off on it. But like this season, this is the season of how fucking small can Seaside get? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So then he goes in the hot tub with Dina and she mm -hmm. actually like confronts him about the girlfriend thing. And he lies and says he's single, but he said it in such a weird way. Like she was like, do you have a girlfriend? And he goes, no, not at all. But I'm like, not at all. What a weird way to say that. Well, first he hesitated too. There was a moment where he just didn't really say anything. And yeah. Dina caught, caught on to that. Dina was like, so does that mean you do? And he's like, no, 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 not at all. I don't. Yeah. Uh, and then she's like, okay, fuck it. It just goes for it. Like, she's not going to press because I guess she doesn't. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> if he I mean, says at no, that point no. he says, yeah, what is she right. going to like make him prove it? Like, yeah, it's exactly. not on her. It's it's on him. And like, it, it sucks for the girlfriend, but it's not, it's on the guy. Like, it's the guy's yeah, fault yeah. at the end of the day. And if Dina, I mean, it only would suck for Dina if she's trying to like date this guy. But if right. she's just trying to have a night, then like, who gives a fuck? It's not her. It's not her job to care. It's his and he doesn't. And that's. Cause he's a douche, but whatever, you know. And so while Dina's hooking up in the hot tub, the boys are in the house, uh, joking about how uh, uh, Ron and Dina are hooking up, and who's gonna tell Sam that Ron and Dina are hooking up? I know. And they decide. Oh, I know. Let's write a note, an anonymous oh, note. But let's use big <laughs> words so they won't know it's us. It's so funny, and it's it's just like the best. I, I, actually, I love it. It's so funny. I actually uh, have the clip. I got. I, I wanted to. Sh play it because i think it's so funny the way it sounds yeah. like so they won't even think it's us we'll write it politically correct so bring a thesaurus <laughs> dare sam ronnie hooked up with dina in the hot tub in lieu of in lieu of <laughs> resulting in ending up in the bed with you for the most part right the third party <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> Don't tell her we wrote it from. I gotta tell her, bro. But she needs to know it's girl code. Hey, boo boo. We'll do it, boo boo. That was the genius. Boo boos. That's so shady and hilarious. It's like they were there. 
I know it's so funny. Oh my gosh! And they do. Now. Dina and Dean do end up in bed together. She says that she didn't give him the golden ticket, but they did do some stuff. The golden ticket. She actually says that a lot. I feel like throughout the seasons, I've heard her say that before. The golden ticket. I like okay, that. Willy Wonka, come through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the next day, Dean leaves. And when this is a kind of a nice little moment that shows that Sam, like the things have definitely been better with Sam in the house because she's kind of like in the mirror, probably straightening her hair obsessively like she does. <laughs> and she kind of like bonds with Dina of like that next day chatter, which I always think is fun when you have like friends and roommates and stuff where it's like, oh my God, what happened last night? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, did he say over? And Sam is like, I think he had a girlfriend. And they kind of have a moment of like, up. Oh, and then and they, I think Dina alludes to the fact that he like ate her out and they're like, well. <laughs> hey, that's on him. No, I wrote down the same thing. This is sort of uh, Sam's first just like casual funny moment with Dina. Yeah. Um, and it's very like, this was a moment of like, oh, we're getting Sam back because there was really none of this in season two because she was started fighting with the girls pretty quick. And so, honestly, like, I know it doesn't seem like it, but honestly, Sam is a girl's girl. Like, I, yeah. re I know, like, at this point in time, it really doesn't seem like it. And you, but like later on in life, I do think that that whole like girlfriendship thing is just really important to her. And so I love that they just get to laugh together, even if it's mm -hmm. a quick camera moment. It's a good moment for her. And yeah, it's been a lull in Sam and Ron drama too. So these episodes feel light and fun and exciting. <laughs> I know. They're so nice. Now we're not shy of the interesting editing because it goes straight to nighttime. It was, they woke up, they had this conversation and then it's instantly the nighttime and they're getting ready to go back to karma. And Snooki's like, I'm going to take it easy. Um, and they, and, Karma is like their home. And even though Dina, I think it's so funny, like Dina just got kicked out there. Like, I, I want to say at this point, I'm, I know I'm trying to keep track of the days. I was last episode, but I want to say it was like two nights ago and she's already allowed back. So Karma must not like care. There, there has to be some sort of agreement with the show and Karma or something. Well, actually, I didn't even think about that. Like when you get kicked out for being too drunk, do they like blacklist you for a while? It depends. Like not always. What like usually if someone gets kicked out, they like kind of give it a minute before they go back. They don't really right. just like show right up because if you do show back up and do anything wrong, like if you do too many things back to back to back, that's when you're going to get eighty six. If you if it's one night and then you don't do anything for a while and then you come back and you are you don't make a mess, they're probably they're going to like forget for a bit. But like yeah, if you and then two days later you come back and right. make another mess after just causing a scene, that's when they're going to be like. You guys can't film here. You guys can't do this. But right. nothing bad happens as far as like anyone getting kicked out tonight. So that that's at least good. <laughs> it's a relatively uneventful night. Nobody gets too messy. Snooki, I think, has more than the one drink she said she was going to have. But she didn't get like wasted. She probably just had a couple. She definitely takes it easier yeah. than she has been. Par uh, Polly actually says that partying in Jersey is like coming home and everyone's happy. And I feel like in this season we're getting a good amount of club airtime like even when dina was out the guys i feel like we got a lot of airtime at that yeah. club and like that kind of stuff and so maybe that's because some plot lines are playing out in the club for example jenny kind of tries again with roger realizing that oh maybe there was some miscommunication with was he actually dating this girl right. for that that the girl interrupted last time, if you remember? Well, so to remind the listeners, last week, 
Jenny reunited with her ex and they were hit it mm-hmm. off right away. But then some girl was like, why are you talking to her when you have a girlfriend? And Roger was like, I don't have a fucking girlfriend. What are you talking about? And Jenny was like, kind of mad that she felt like Roger might be lying. Right. So this week they're talking again. And that same girl comes up again and is like, so I think I got you mistaken with somebody else. You don't have a girlfriend. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And they then, and meanwhile, Jenny still has a boyfriend, but that's besides the point. <laughs> I think it's so interesting. Roger says he's husband material because like, even though they're divorced now, he literally becomes her husband for like, and like, for years like they had a they had they were it wasn't like it wasn't like a one-year marriage like they were yeah. married for a long time so that's just like such interesting foreshadow and i had a lot i said a lot of thoughts about roger last time and i don't want to harp on it just because like this is a point in time that we're talking through and i actually like if things hadn't gone sour this is actually really fun to see so i'm going to yeah. try and focus on the positive because hey two kids that jenny loves do come out of this coupling that we're seeing so all yeah, love right. here for now i will say there is a little bit of a kiss but it's very much like a little peck very casual moment so i don't know it how was almost like it could have been a cheeker that turned into a kiss right. Like it was like it's... the size of their lips touched. They didn't like full on. It was very like super like, oh, we're just friends. So yeah, there's room to it. like give an excuse there, right. but it's not innocent. I agree. You could tell they're like they're vibing and they want to see each other for sure. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, everybody goes home and everyone's happy and in a good mood. And then Tom calls and you can almost like feel Jenny's energy shift, which kind of sucks. And the and like everyone is really like nice in the house. I think Ronnie's kind of shady in a confessional, like calling out Jenny's hypocrisy, being like, well, she's all up in my business. So why don't I have been her business? And the difference is that your business is cast members in the house that Jenny was living in. And Jenny's business is in a fucking other state that you don't need to be concerned about. But like. I do see the hypocrisy, but I just am like, Ronnie, shut up. Shut the fuck up. And also, it's just, it's the situation is not equatable. Ronnie, three-way made out with waitresses. Ronnie was taking shots out of women's breasts or whatever he was doing. Yeah. Almost having sex. He was almost having, he he was one step away from having sex in the middle of the club. And then crawled back (laughs) into bed with Sam the same night. Right. Jenny reconnecting with a friend that she had flirty energy with and then calling her boyfriend are not even close to the same. Not the no, same. No, no. Or forgetting to call is not the right. same as, you know, yeah, I totally agree. And she says, and this is where, like, I think about um, when Paulie had his stalker on the boardwalk and she was, he was like, I'll call you. And then she calls him a million times before he can. And he's like, I was going to call, but you didn't give me the chance. Like, this is kind of the same energy where Jenny's like, I'll call you in the morning. And then instead, she actually calls Roger, makes full on plans with Roger. And then Tom call and we'll get to those plans. But then Tom calls her. And I don't know if she was planning to call him or not yet. But that immediately would have given me the ick because I would have been like, I said I'd call you. You don't even know if I'm awake or what. Like, hop off my fucking dick, dude. Like, give me a second. So that that just would have given me the ick. And she lies about the fact that she has just 30 seconds ago made plans with roger 
Yeah, that's where she she fully lies. She said she just had plans with uh, I think it was Dina, right? Because the plan was the plan she yeah. had with Roger was to double date. He was yes. going to bring his friend. She would bring Dina, and the four of them would all hang out. And but she told Tom she was just going out with Dina. So it's a half lie. The other thing I thought was interesting was that Tom calls Jenny a bitch, which I don't like. I don't like that. I don't like it either at all. Yeah. Yeah, I, he at one point in one of their conversations, he's like, is this my girlfriend or the bitch that's come over her lately? And that's also like you are pushing her away. Yeah. Like, because when you're doing things like that, like, and you know, whatever, maybe this is a little problematic of me or like crazy girlfriend of me. But in my head, I'm like, the more you give me a hard time, the less I want to call you. So like maybe right. if you were like. And if you were being really nice and like, then, then I'd feel guilty. So like, you're just right. not helping your case. Cause you're like, well, if you're going to be a dick anyway, what the fuck am I even holding on to? So I just don't think Tom's helping his case here. I don't think no. he has been from the beginning. This is the fourth episode. I like him less and less every time. So back to Roger. <laughs> well, well, real quick. I want to say to that point that somebody made a TikTok that with it, like advice, TikTok, like an advice TikTok. And they said, don't punish people for doing what you want them to do. Like if you really want someone to call you for not you doing or no, don't punish someone for doing what you want them to do. So like, if you like, let's say you feel like your friend doesn't call you enough and they finally call you. Don't be like, Oh, look who finally decided to call. I've been waiting. That's oh. they just called you. They just did what you wanted them to do. Why are you making them feel bad? And uh, well, so that's, no, that's sort of great what, advice. Right. Or, so that's what Tom is doing. He wants, to Jenny to call him more and every time she does he gives her shit so why would she want to call I know I totally get that that makes a lot of sense to me so when she finally gets off the phone with Tom she goes on this little double date it's pretty quick and um it's just Roger Jenny and then her friend his friend Alex and Dina so like very cute I think the one notable thing or I guess there's two notable things from this date that does go pretty well I think it's really funny that Roger says he's been called a meatball before because like Jenny calls Dina like, oh, the meatballs, blah, blah, blah. And to explain, Dina's like, oh, that's our nickname. Like we're the meatballs. And Roger's like, yeah, I've been called a meatball before. And he's like a stocky kind of guy. And I just thought that was so funny and kind of cute, like charming. I could see that he's a different kind of meatball, but I could see it. <laughs> I can see it for sure. And then the other notable thing is that Jenny says that she feels like Tom has basically just pushed her into Roger's arms. So she's you, you can kind of see which way she's leaning right here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So then we leave the guys. We go back to our OG crew and we get a nice little fun night. It starts with Nicole and Jenny having a conversation. And I kind of like... I don't know what your take on this is, but I don't feel like Jenny was being the most supportive. I got the same thing. I don't think she was had any malice, but I think maybe she was off a little bit in the way she was speaking because Nicole starts saying, you know, I said I wasn't going to drink last night and I had a couple drinks and I kind of regret it because I really want to like stop. I, I think I should stop because mm -hmm. I have maybe I have a problem and I think I should just, you know, cold turkey for a while. And Jenny was like, are you sure like n not drinking at all? Like not even like a little. <laughs> so she's like, well, what about like wine? Cause like, that's yeah. not like, and I think that this is such a, like, I know this seems innocent, but I think this is a bigger commentary on like, if people are going to get sober, sober, it's really important who you surround yourself with, mm -hmm. because there are those people who will push you and prod you. And they don't even mean to be like leading you astray. They just like, don't even realize it. 
And right. one, this made me feel so impressed by Mike when later seasons he does get sober and is still around and still goes to karma and is able to actually be in those places and not drink. And that doesn't mean that he never relapsed or whatever, like after Jersey Shore and whatever mm-hmm. else. But I don't think just everybody could do that and, and not get influenced. So that was uh, and obviously we'll get to that in like season five and six, but um, that was really telling to me that like you shouldn't be around people who are enabling something you're trying to like avoid. It's just like a hard dynamic. Right. Well, because they were they made friends, they became friends on the show. So a lot of their relationship was based around. I mean, they had sweet moments and they had moments where they had like real conversations, but a lot of their friendship was based around drinking and partying together. So True. I could I could see like it'd be definitely change the vibe if one of the people stopped drinking jenny was have been worried <laughs> yeah yeah and it, it's like hard to when like that's a lot of what the show is about and like i i kind of think it takes snooki getting pregnant to be like okay well yeah. we really can't push her now you know which she she really changes her tune and we're way ahead of ourselves so yeah i know back to I'm- this little fun night here do you remember the days of those little like handheld flip cameras that you would kind of you know before camera phones and so it was a real novelty to like have a camcorder to like make little funny home videos with and stuff and that's kind of what they're doing here i had the exact camera that they have it's called called really it was called the flip camera it had the tiny i had that they were first of all they were horrible the record the video was terrible they had the tiniest (laughs) little screen you've ever seen and you had to like plug the whole thing into the computer yeah and mine was so heavy that at one point it like broke the usb on the computer it like broke my computer oh no (laughs) oh that's so annoying yeah those were fun though and this is a really hilarious moment we're gonna do it for the quote later on but they're like interviewing snooki's poof and jenny's boobs and it's just like pure just joy and fun and goofiness and it's i love it so much it's just the best I love when that poop comes out. It's like, it's such a moment. It's like, I feel like that's like her alter ego is poof Snooky. When she puts it on, it's like she's a whole other person. I know. It's iconic. It's such like just a legendary thing, the poof. And people really did wear their hair like that. Like hers was a little extreme, but like people were poofing it. Remember the bump bits? Like that was a whole thing in this time. Bump bits. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Remember those infomercials? Yeah. Oh, and all the hairstyles were so ugly. <laughs> uh, they've definitely not aged well. Like, even when people redo, th- like, you know, the Y2K hairstyles, like, some of them are very, like, cute and, like, bubblegum pop, kind of. And no one is recreating the poof. Although, you know, I hold our breath. Maybe it'll come back around. But I just don't know about that one. Well, I do have to say, before we take a break, in regards to Y2K in general, is that a lot of, like, teenagers, you know, kids who weren't really around then... They're very like, oh, we're doing Y2K. No, you're not. Because you're doing 2023 inspired by Y2K. Because the early yes. 2000s fashion, like I would say the year 2000 through like 2012-ish, that like 12-year period, it was mostly terrible. The hairstyles were ugly. The clothes were ugly. It was a mess. <laughs> and so you don't want to really recreate it. <laughs> you want to- No, you're right. They've picked certain things that actually could be cute and they've modernized them. Right. And so it, it is a Y2K inspired outfit yeah. more than it is exact, which I think that happens a lot. Like even when you recreate 70s inspired, 50s inspired, yeah. like we take what was good from those decades and then we kind of leave the things that haven't aged as yeah. well, you know. But anyways, that was a tangent. So we should take a break. 
Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Sapphic Survival Guide. My name is Cheyenne. I'm Gina. Class is now in session. How do you define queer style? How do you communicate that you don't want to use at all? I does literally every <laughs> queer woman I meet hate Geminis. How do I deal with the most devastating breakup I've ever been through? Sapphic Survival Guide. We're happy to be queer to answer your questions. Um, hello. Hello to you. We're back. It's the next day and they're going to go to work. Before they go, this is a very small thing to note, but I think it's worth mentioning that Nicole calls Ryder and make plans for her to come, which I'm assuming she does in later episodes we haven't watched yet. But that just seems like a horrible idea for two reasons. Number one, you were just all pissed about her fucking Vinny. And number two, you just wanted to say you didn't want to drink that much anymore. And isn't Ryder your drinking friend? Like they right. don't totally have a friendship out of like getting fucked up. And like Ryder's not that great of a friend where like she's going to come and be cool with the fact that you're not drinking. Maybe right. that's my like I'm pr- protecting Snooki in that way. So it is right before they go to work and it's small to mention, but I just think it's worth mentioning like that wasn't maybe like the best idea. So we'll see. Well, it doesn't nothing else this episode. So we'll see on that later on, but then they go to work and it is um, Nicole, Jenny and Polly. And I think it's cute. At one point, Jenny's kind of asking for Polly's advice Mm. and Polly just so sweet is like, you seem really happy and I think you should go with who makes you happy. And Snooki agrees in confessional. And I just think that was a really sweet moment from Polly who, I mean, we, it's not like we get bad moments from him or anything. That's not what I'm saying, but I just like when we get those glimpses of their genuine connection of friends of like, yeah. he's just giving his friend advice. I, don't know, I just think it's really sweet. Yeah, it was a good moment. And it, he's, he's right. I mean, she just had way better energy. She is clearly interested in Roger. Yep. No denying it. Um, Snooky though, is feeling a little depressed and she's kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like slouching. She's a slump. No. Yeah, she's, she's definitely not feeling her best. I think it's a combination of her kind of withdrawing a little bit from alcohol. Uh, yeah. And also this kind of re- realization she had that her love life is part is is a trigger for her and bothering her. And so it's kind of a combination of things. So she's feeling, she's feeling a little bad for herself. Yeah, and I think Jenny is a smart girl, and she's like, I'm going to kill two birds with one stone, and I'm going to do something nice for my friend Snooky. but under that guise, I'm kind of helping out my own personal life, too, and she successfully says, I'm going to have Roger bring a guy we're going to do another double date and this guy is very much Snooki's type aside from the fact that he is Irish and not Italian <laughs> but I get that is he Irish he didn't look Irish to me she's she says at some point in confessional or something like he's he's Irish not full Italian but like she's willing to make an exception basically and even Danny is like okay I can see that you were in a bad mood and now you're in a good mood so even though you girls have kind of pushed a limit I'm not gonna yell like let's just come back to work and I think that was good for him like I was good because she got to go and like do something to get her in a good mood so then she could come and actually come and finish work without just like being a sourpuss so it was all like it just made her seem very childish in a heartwarming kind of way like oh give Snooki a cute boy and then she's okay to work again it was very funny well it all happened so fast i guess because seaside is small and 
the boardwalk is small, but and they're working on the boardwalk. So yeah, well, Jenny was just like, I'm gonna call my friend. We're gonna do a double date, and they show up almost immediately. And because yeah. uh, I think we forgot to mention that they to do their little double date, they left work. They just dipped, right. and they and Danny went and found them. It was like, all right, you had your little moment. I'll come back. But like you said, you right. yell her. And uh, Jenny even says, like, look at her though. <laughs> She's yeah. basically saying, you made it an investment. You lost some time, but now you're getting it back because she's in a better mood, which is true. Because when they came back, she was working. She was ready to go. She was refreshed. Exactly. So they did the good, you know, they were, they gave her what she needed to get some fuel back in her. So it worked. Yeah. It was good. And then I think it's the same night. It's kind of hard to tell, but they're going to do a boardwalk night. And, you know, editing is is iffy on the show. So it could have been the next night, could have been the same night. But Nicole is very excited, and this time it's a triple date. So this is funny because, you know, Jenny and Roderick, have, this is their technically their third date. No, nothing's happening. It's all very innocent. But they have Alex for Dina. They have, I forget his name, for Snooki. And so they all get to go, and Jenny is starting to see that the grass is kind of greener. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for sure. They, they're vibing. He makes her smile. And it's like a new thing you know they're really cute and i think it's such a soft side of jwow that we get to see so it's it's really they they have a lot of fun it's really sweet all the boardwalk dates are always cute because they always go on the little rides and yeah the little it's like wholesome the, they went on like the spooky ride where things pop out at you and that's that's i feel like that's a cute date is to go on like cheesy carnival rides yeah now i don't know if everybody comes back but i know at least the guy with snooki comes back and i know roger stays over with jenny mm -hmm. and d does snooki have sex with him did they smush i believe they sm i wrote down that she hooked up with him i believe they smushed it was not completely clear but it's definitely seemed that way at some point it kind of pans to them in bed and it shows a tattoo he has on his back that says yeah. Um, La Familia, which is like family in Italian. And um, can I just say that not only does my cousin have that tattoo, my <laughs> father has that tattoo. <laughs> uh, in the same spot on their back? No, not in okay. the same spot. My cousin's is like up his ribs and my dad's is on his like bicep on his arm. And but it's but I think that's just a very Italian thing to get. Like it was so stereotypical to me. So the fact that they had it, I almost screenshotted it and sent it to my family because I was just like, this <laughs> does every Italian man have this tattoo? It's so funny. That's so funny. Wait, but like, is that like a thing people still do, or was that like of the moment? Was that like a trend at the time? I think it was of the time, but okay. I could be wrong. That's funny. La familia. It's so generic, <laughs> yep. like not even like your family name, just just the family. <laughs> Yep. No, I, I don't know. It was, it was definitely a thing though. It's so it's, that That's was funny. fucking hilarious to me. Jenny and Roger slept in the smush room. However, Jenny says they did not hook up. Maybe they were just using and a bigger I bed. do believe her. I think they just wanted to be, I think they just want to yeah. be around each other really. Like, I don't think they yeah. want to like go home and not be next to each other. Like, I think they're just so vibing right now. I will say though, in terms of her, like whether or not it's cheating, you know, conversation, Mm -hmm. This is definitely a, a, a crossing a line or it's a new territory to sleep with somebody, even if there's no sex, yeah. just sleeping yeah. with somebody itself is intimate. So at this point, it's like she's they're fully like dating each other at this point. So I think it's over with Tom. I mean, he calls and everyone like their attitude becomes like, oh, we know a show is about to happen. And I yeah. think. She even knows, like, I think everyone, including Jenny, knows, like, this is the conversation that's going to end things. 
and like they they literally all say like can i watch um, i like and and vinny's like i want to see her say it to him and they all get ready to go and I, it it kind of starts off slow because i feel like he has been meeting her with such hostility that she was expecting him to just go off so she was like waiting for yeah. it but it kind of starts off like slow until she gives them the show that they were all waiting for because i did nothing fucking wrong until the day that i got here and even the day we left wasn't good and yeah it, it's the show they wanted we love her for it yeah we do well in that in this call she sort of also confesses at first she's like no i just went out with with nicole but then True. after they talk for a little while, she sort of confesses that, okay, I was, yeah. with, I was with a guy named Roger and I was with him because he makes me feel good and you don't type thing. Like, I forget what she exactly said, but that was, that was the energy of it. And that's when it yeah. started to escalate. I don't know if like that was Jenny's version of breaking up or what, because okay. like soon after that, she's like, we broke up. Mm. But I don't know if that's it. Like, she didn't say the words were breaking up, but maybe that was just like, maybe they have their own code for like things are over. I feel like, though, it gets really messy really fast. Like when yeah. when when Nicole and um, Emilio broke up, like I don't think they were living to like Nicole was living at home. I don't think they were living. Right. Together. There wasn't like as much as stake. So they break up and it's like, bye. See if I ever see you again. But Jenny and Tom live together. And so it starts to get real messy real quick because she's not like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, even half an hour away. She's like a, a couple hours away from where she lives. And she's like now on the phone with her dad because she's worried about her dogs and like Tom's supposed to be watching the dogs and she doesn't that's and I can feel that anxiety as well because I think on one of the previous episodes this season I talked about my ex-boyfriend who was kind of toxic and there was a weekend where I was away he was home with my dog. And he kind of like pushed me over the line where I was even I was out with my friends being like, I'm breaking up with my boyfriend when I go home because he I knew it was happening, but he had pushed me over the line. But I wasn't willing to do it over the phone because I was like, God forbid anything happens to my dog. I'm not willing to risk it. So I, I wouldn't right. I wasn't ready to do anything until I got home and I knew I was going to be safe. My dog was going to be safe and he was just going to like have to leave rather than. Well, is he going to like leave my dog to be alone for the rest of the time? Right. It's just complicated. And so I get Jenny's anxiety here. She gets her dad involved, which again, makes just this just like all, I think a, another level of like serious and uncomfortable mm -hmm. because it is serious. Like it's not, <laughs> I mean, like, I know it's just dogs, but like Jenny's not coming home for the whole rest of the summer. You can't just leave them in like a hot house with yeah. no like care. Like it's concerning. Sh that's criminal. Like you can't, neglect it, yeah you just left them and didn't say anything what if she had not thought to what if she hadn't been able to check right away like what if she wasn't allowed to leave and something happened to them well her dad said that he had been in contact with tom and that tom was like packing up and st his stuff and right. leaving and i don't know if the dad had thought about the dogs because jenny had said like what's happening with my, with my dogs and the dad was kind of like i'm not sure and she's like okay well keep me posted it's so, like I mean, maybe it wasn't something he immediately thought about but jenny goes into like fight or flight mode which is obviously it's jenny so it's it's fight <laughs> right. and she's like hey nicole you're not really drinking right now so you ready are you down to take this road trip with me back to new york to go get my dogs and nicole's immediately down she's like of course like not even a question which because right. their rider dies and i yeah, love that about them so they do so make they their go... way back to mm -hmm. jenny's house now i have to say i just want to get it out of the way i feel bad for pointing it out but jenny was crying in confessional yeah and her, her fake her fake tan was running down her face and neck 
And I, I feel- saw that too. And it's, I mean, I think it's a testament <laughs> to how sad she was because she didn't right. even care to check the streaks that were literally and she has on a low cut shirt so it's like all the way down from her chin to her cleavage streaks from her tears i mean we're talking a big line from her eyes down to her cleavage she because you know the classic look with the mascara running oh she went beyond that she took it Mm -hmm. down all the way onto the chest i feel bad for pointing it out but i had to okay now we'll get back to it <laughs> so I mean, at first she can't get into the house because I don't know if like her front door key didn't work or if something happened. She was locked out. They went around back. They got the keys and they got the dogs. They, they even saw the dogs from the window. And she starts to go into the house to like survey the damage. And we're going to get more into like the resolution of where because obviously she's going to bring the dogs back and blah, blah, blah. But that'll be next episode. At this point, she's just kind of like looking around. She thinks that a couple of her things that like she, you know, holds close to her graduation presents, those kinds of things are gone. Snooki realizes the bed is gone and she starts to freak out of like, did this kid take everything? And it's it's a pretty sad moment. Well, and they allude. I, I, I didn't I don't know if I misunderstood this, but they pull up the computer and PayPal was open. So it. They're suggesting that maybe he stole some of Jenny's money. And she kept saying, I can't look. I can't. I don't want to know how much. I can't look. So we don't get like a number. But it seems like. Oh, that's gross. I'm not sure 100%. So we'll see next episode if they address it again. But it looked like they were suggesting that Tom had sent himself money from her account. That's so disgusting. What a fucking incel. Like, oh, that's so gross. I hate that. Well, and it's even like she went through a cabinet that just said her name on it and all the documents were were gone like why are you taking her documents what's in there like her fucking just to be a fucking dick what's in there paperwork from her job or something you know birth certificate why did you feel the need to take that yeah it was just like he was hurt and he wanted to hurt her more and that was the only way he could think to i guess i hated it i hate tom i don't know that we ever really liked him but like no no, we, I, this was audience, horrible. We have never had a good moment with Tom. It's always been tense and fighting, always. And then there was that one trip where he showed up, and then we never saw him the whole episode. So yeah, we've we have no reason to like him. Tom, if you're listening, fuck you. No, I'm just <laughs> Hopefully well, he's grown, but this is not a good look yeah. for him. And yeah, I don't like him. Fuck him. I, you know what though, I will say he played his cards right in that I wouldn't recognize him in the lineup. I wouldn't, or like. Like if I was a job, if I was a recruiter and I was interviewing him, I wouldn't know it was him. So he had this little messy moment, but I don't. I bet it didn't affect his life all that much. Unfortunately, maybe it should have. That's fair because if, if, if he didn't like shit. the fame, yeah, if he yeah. didn't like the fame for, of that J. Well had, he did, he has been successful in staying away from it. So I will Whatever. say, um, that's where the episode ends. But I did want to mention something that I've been aware of for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenny's landlord that owned that house that they were that the episode ended in mm-hmm. he sued jenny and the production company and mtv i believe because he said they did not authorize he did not authorize them to film in that house and jenny gave them mm. permission that sh- she didn't have the authority to do that and i scoured the internet and i cannot find out what happened in that lawsuit all I, there's like a million and one articles that came out on that day that it became public. Mm. They're all released the article on the same day and there's no fucking follow-up. But apparently- There must have been either something, like some sort of loophole or they must have like paid him off to just fuck up. I bet they settled out of court because he sued for total because he sued Jenny, 
and the production company that makes the show for a total of $450,000, he claimed. People are just so greedy. What kind of like, damage? are you kidding? What, what kind of $450,000 worth of damage did they do filming? At, stop it. There was no it, damage. Yeah. Just like, I can understand being like, hey, you didn't authorize this. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, but I don't, uh, no, no. That's, it is, that's really obnoxious. Most people are greedy and most people, when they find a way they think they can make money, they will take advantage and make as much money as they can. And that's kind of sad. All yeah. right, well, on a more positive note, would you like to do our cookie quote? Yeah. Oh, my God. We're going back it. to that. We're going back to that camcorder moment where the boys are being funny and <laughs> um, they're going to be interviewing Snooki's poof and Jenny's boobs. Um, <laughs> so it's all in context. But Vinny is the interviewer and Polly will be doing the voice of the poof and the boobs. <laughs> would you like to be, you know, the interviewer or the interviewee? I picked last week, so you can pick this time, and I'll do the other one. Okay, I'm going to be Polly so that I get to do the voice of the poof and the boobs. Okay, okay. Snooki's poof, what happened? Like, I saw you all the time last summer. What it is is I feel neglected. Okay. This damn bitch will just not rock me, but I'm still here. All right, so now we're here with the famous Wow's boobs. Well, um, I just want to first point out that um, I never really was small. I'm just now huge. Oh, okay. And I just stick out there like, Jay, wow. It's like, wow. <laughs> and scene. Yeah, and scene. Is that the wow in Jay, wow? Is it her boobs? Is that what the wow comes from? <laughs> I don't According to Polly, anyway. Maybe that's the secret. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Um, goodbye. Um, hello? No, I'm goodbye. 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 If you want more of the podcast, you can follow us on any social media at um, hello pod. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash um, hello. We've got a video feed there so you can see our beautiful faces while we recap Jersey Shore. And we've also got a little bit of behind the scenes bonus content for you. And you can find me anywhere online at The Lee Regina, including my website, thelebergina.com. And you can find me online on TikTok and Instagram at angel.iconic.music. Thanks for listening. Bye.